Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's too many variables. to. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a tough moment that um, I wish it wouldn't have happened. Hindsight's 2020, But every, everything, every decision I make, I, I, I understand how important it is to everyone that I'm doing the right thing for the, the team and the organization. And when things like that happen, yeah, the burden is great. Speaking for, you know, I always learn from things. And, you know, one thing I can always, you can be rest assured that the proper intent will be applied to every decision I make because I, I take the weight of that. I don't take the weight of that lightly at all. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel there. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody, let's jump right to him. Kyle Krabs, of host of Locked on Fins podcast, joins us this morning. Kyle, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, Joe. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. It's uh, Wednesday. I'm, uh, I'm over it. And uh, I'm moving ahead. The guys are all coming in to get back to work today, and uh, we'll see what happens. I think they got a chance to win this game, and I know after you lose by 37, a lot of people think you're a real dumbass for saying that. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, there's, there's no bones about it. The Dolphins got their butts kicked on Sunday, but did the Dolphins get their butts kicked by 37 points, or did they get their butts kicked and then they started going for it on fourth downs where in a less – dramatic game situation you punt the ball like did, did you lose by three touchdowns yeah I, I think the score says you lost by five touchdowns but that's not the silver lining anybody wants to hear right now but I think the Dolphins did some really nice things in the first half of that game and offense pressed and things completely unraveled so they, they certainly have stuff to build on I still think this is a good football team I think Baltimore outstanding football team right now they're playing outstanding but uh, the, the this whole thing is They'll yeah. start playing in January, and once you start playing one-game elimination games, just see what happens. And they're going to have an opportunity to do that either way. So we'll see what, what, what comes of that. Kyle, I'm really curious to see. Um, there were some drop-offs. We, we've lost some guys, and we saw the drop-off. When Xavier Howard went out of that game, I saw some drop-off with guys, Eli, Cater, uh, not good enough. I, I, just my eyes. What were your thoughts on those guys and – I mean, if I, I first of all, and Jalen Ramsey, I, I if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I would just say we might as well tell him when we warming up, um, just take the day off because we're you're not going to be involved in anything. Yeah, I think I think there's some things the Dolphins can do to help facilitate, make sure that doesn't happen. 
and I would hope that they do. Uh, just talking about Ramsey and his utilization and, and where he's asked to be in coverage at times. But um, I thought the secondary as a whole, you know, Javon Holland, you get back and um, it certainly looked like there was some rust Quiet there game. after a Quiet month away. Game, yes. Yeah. So I, I think that hurt you too, where you found out Javon was coming back and you were expecting it to be a net positive for you. And uh, just the, the, the secondary as a whole, uh, I think, you know, they, they hit you with a couple haymakers early and then guys start chasing stuff and, Everybody needs to try to make a play, and uh, when you start playing like that, and you don't you don't play with your your keys, and you're not disciplined, uh, that's how you end up letting up the amount of points that Miami let up. Um, I thought the offensive line played pretty well in that game. What were your thoughts on on how those guys played as a group? That their outside run again was was outstanding. What did you think? Yeah, I, I thought again the, the first couple possessions particularly the, the entire first half with the exception of Tyree dropping the ball in the end zone and the, for whatever reason, trying to rush a play before the two minute warning, which makes absolutely no sense. Uh, that play for me stands out as the biggest WTF moment really of the season. Uh, the, what are you trying to score faster to give Baltimore a chance to get the ball back? Yeah. Good call. It made no good call. Sense. I mean, you had two 15 plus yard gains, and never mind Braxton Berrios fair catching that ball that was out of bounds would have put the kickoff at the 40-yard line. That entire sequence of that last possession was just a disaster, objectively. And there was no reason to try to rush another snap before the two-minute warning. Take the free timeout. You're in plus territory. You're down eight points. And instead, you try to sneak something in there. You throw a pick, and then you give up a touchdown. That's like a 15-point swing at the end of the first half. Disastrous for how that game went. So, uh, yeah, I thought offensively they did a great job running the ball outside the tackles. Uh, they didn't get a lot of good push inside. I thought it was a tough one for Liam Eikenberg. I know he's playing through an injury. Um, and, and there's stuff to build off of offensively. I think there's a lot of stuff that, that worked against a good defense. But once the game went a certain kind of way, yeah. uh, you, you have to kind of throw all that out the window and start to get aggressive, and that's why this game snowballed. Let me ask you, who's playing better overall, Cotton or Jones right now, left guard or right guard? Oh, man. Um, Is it close? I, I think the physical execution of Rob Jones is better, but I, I think Lester Cotton, because he's been in there longer, I think he's probably a little bit more refined as far as like how he's seeing things. So in a perfect world, I would love to get Rob Jones's consistency from a – uh, how he sees it to where Lester Cotton's at, because I do think he's probably a little bit of a, a better option for you than Lester Cotton physically. Yeah, um, it's six and one hand, half dozen the other. Really, I think they're they're both ideally depth players for you that are both pressed into the starting lineup. We'll see if that continues this week with with Rob Hunter or not. Hopefully, not. Mike McDaniel seemed as optimistic as he's been in a month on Rob Hunt. Uh, when he had his press conference on Monday. Yeah, well, that's going to be an interesting one. So, who else can we get going? So, I, I thought, especially in the second half, the Ravens did a really, really good job. Of, Tyreek Hill had 10 targets in the first half, and they weren't able to get really much to him. There are a lot of bodies around him. they got to find somebody else to get going, especially if Waddle can't play again. What, what can you do there besides Derm Smite down the middle, wide open three times? Well... You would have loved for Chase Claypool to make that big play down the field. I mean, that that's the player that, that was That's a drop in. in the end zone. That's correct. Yep. Yep. 
and it's we're we're just waiting for something to catch there. I mean, they they acquired this guy ahead of the trade deadline. Um, we talk about his, his physical abilities. I think he's the next best physical option on the team, but it's just he's starting so far behind the eight ball with how this offense operates, and so much of it is timing and trust, and it just feels like it's not there. So to have uh, a play that's a little bit more simple, it's, okay, you're, you're going to go run the corner, go make a play on a high-point opportunity down the field and catch the football. For that to not happen, and that one felt like a big gut punch for, hey, maybe we can get Chase going a little bit. So I, I think it's I think it's Tyreek Hill. I think it's Devon Achan. I think hopefully you get Raheem Mostert back. I'd love to have those guys on the field, honestly, as much as possible, uh, even at the same time together, uh, because I think that's where if you don't have Jalen Waddle, your speed that remains with your skill group is in the backfield, and they can do some two-back and three-back stuff if they have Alec Ingold out there as a pseudo-tight end too. So I think from a personnel standpoint, if you're not going to have Waddle getting most of backs all that much more important to do your two back stuff to still have the speed on the field to do some of the same things you want to do. So uh, Chubb and Phillips are gone. I mean, they're not coming back. Both excellent pass rushers on the outside and both were having really good seasons and, and done. So now we go to Van Ginkle. Got to play even more with his six sacks and, and Emmanuel Ogba. Um, healthy scratch. Melvin Ingram, they like and will play and then maybe a little Cameron Good in there. Uh, how do you get a pass rush against a guy that has just been an absolute Dolphins killer in Josh Allen? What do you do? I think your guys inside have to win. Uh, Zach Sealer, Christian Wilkins have to play their best game of the season. And I just got done watching last night the game tape from New England and Buffalo from last week with Buffalo's offense. And they had a rookie right guard in Osiris Torrance. Uh, we didn't make a big dent on him the first time we played him but he got his tail kicked last weekend. And Connor McGovern, their other guard, had his hands full with Keon White at times for New England, too. So I'm looking at both of those guards inside, and I'm thinking about Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins. They've obviously got the sack totals. So if you can contain him, contain Rush on the outside, and you can get an interior push with those guys up front, I think you could still disrupt the timing uh, because they made an offensive coordinator change, and I certainly it feels like, especially the last month or so, they've been so run heavy offensively, and it it feels like everybody offensively from a passing game perspective does have a little bit of a recalibration that's happening. So um, I think if you can get Allen to drop his eyes and get off his spot, then it's just okay. Contain the explosive quarterback run. And I think that's that's what they can hope to do on Sunday night. So Stefan Diggs is a weird one. Uh, has not been very productive the last six games at all. And when now they've started playing a good football, and he hasn't. But, boy, the last time we saw him, he uh, he was against Cater, and uh, Cater had a rough one. Um, how do you go about – that's got to be something they're looking at after watching the tapes as well. So, so how do you go about – making sure Stefan Diggs doesn't get back to one of those early season games is, that he's had. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I think that's your answer. Uh, and I know that if any South Florida Buffalo fans are listening, they'll probably chuckle because they had a high-profile matchup when the Rams played the Bills in week one of the 2022 season, and Ramsey bid on a double move for uh, a touchdown that Diggs gave up to him. But there's no question at this stage of the game, like how Ramsey has played as a perimeter corner this year, and knowing the, the versatility that he has, it's kind of the one thing that has just been completely untapped by this Dolphins defense. And you're going to need all the needle movers you have at this stage of the game without the outside pass rush, guys. So, Ramsey, I mean, the versatility that he's had uh, to play in the nickel, play on the second level, play at safety, play at corner, I'm not asking you to do all that with him, but I am asking you to make this a 10-on-10 football game instead of an 11-on-11. And if the Bills, as, as they are kind of trying to – if they want to try to get him going when he hasn't been getting going and you want to take those risks throwing against Jalen Ramsey – uh, you, yeah. you get one. You get one good play uh, if you're the Dolphins in that scenario, and it's enough to potentially swing a game. So I that that's the risk because we're worth the reward. Want to get Ramsey involved? That's how I would do it. Let me ask you about Cater and Eli because uh, their names popped up a lot. I seem like they were on the other end of a lot of catches and runs after the catch. What are your thoughts? I I think that's your best option still, unless. Nick Needham's going to get some more playing time in there. What do you think? I don't. I don't think Nick has his burst back, and I don't think Nick was ever really a bursty guy. Just kind of from kind of watching him uh, be the, the the dime player at times for Miami. So I do think Eli and Cater are your best options. You you just can't have the safeties playing. The, the safeties have to see it all uh, because I, I think the communication element of all of this is so important in this defense. Like, are you going to water it down? No, probably not at this stage. So yeah, everybody's just got to know and make the calls because of all all of this leverage in the secondary and passing things off and motion. And they run that outside motion with Zay Flowers and Eli Apple oh. starts to drift inside despite Zay Flowers running the vertical on the outside because the safety's drifting with, with something and getting off his spot. So he's trying to cover the TC's twos going inside. And that's how you give up an explosive touchdown play. Uh, the, the, I mean, the C.D. Lamb play uh, against Dallas the week prior where Cater's in the nickel with Deshaun Elliott, and they're not on the same page on an yep. inside crosser, right. and it's free leverage, and it's a free run. Like, it's, it's week 18, guys. And I know you've had some rotating guys in and out, and I think we've had three, week, three games this season with the entire like core five of the secondary that's been available for you to play with. But it – you got to be on top of it this week. And that that's how you limit the explosive plays is, is everybody seeing it correctly and calling it out correctly. Because the, a lot of these explosive plays are just, Oh, well, there's a miscommunication. We dropped the coverage. It's the end of the season. Yeah, It, it, it can happen. 
Hey, your mindset offensively got to be though. You, you got to be thinking a thirty spot. That your mindset all week has got to be. We we got to score what we've been averaging all season long. We we got to put up thirty in this game. If it's got to be you know an extra field goal or two to go with some touchdowns, but we got to get in the end zone. And uh, Tua just needs to put together one of those special games without turning the ball over. W- what about Tua and your thoughts on the way he's played and what he needs to do in this one? Yeah, uh, I think the the two interceptions were obviously disheartening against Baltimore. One of them was. Um, I think bad circumstantial football all around. The other one was uh, he himself said a, a bad decision to throw the second interception, just trying to get one up over the top, take the check down. It's there. By and large, I like how he's played. Um, I still think he's playing uh, with the ability to create chunk plays. I, I thought wow. against Dallas, he kind of showed, okay, well, we don't have Waddle. Uh, we're, we're going to be a little bit more rhythmic and true West Coast offensive at times. And I'd, I'd love to get that this week against the Bills just because they do a good, such a good job of putting the cap over top of everything. Yeah. Um, it, it, you just got to avoid the mistake and you got to constantly take what's there. Don't press. Like he, he is one of those quarterbacks that like the vast majority of his, his interceptions are easily avoidable plays with a check down available to you. Yep. Like, it just, just don't do that. And this game in particular, you got to win the turnover battle because this, this Bills team, they want to at times give the ball away offensively. So you have to take it away when they put the ball at risk. But if you give it back to them, then it's all for naught. Well, listen, Kyle, been great having you, man. I, I had a little Kyle build up there, so, so thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. And hopefully Sunday night, uh, we can talk next week about being AFC champs and, and playing another game at home. That would sure make it a – Wouldn't uh, that be a thing? That would be nice, Kyle. Something we haven't talked about since you were a, a little boy. That would be very nice. <laughs> since you were a young, young man. Kyle, thank you. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. All I'll right. talk to you later. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.